1: That sound. This is a good one.
0: You're hurting. I, I am not. <laughs> I want to try this area. I have never tried this area, Mike, so.
1: Close that window. Yeah. If, it, if it sucks, then I'll just, we'll just have to We'll call just delete one. it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, though. In the heels of a, I don't know, semi-successful pigeon hunt number in hand was what? Uh, 277. Oh.
2: Minus, I don't want to do that math, math. Two. Minus 12, we really got 255 in hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably, I think that math is wrong. <laughs> we shot some birds. We shot some pigeons. We shot 38 yeah. in hand, probably got about 50. Plumma. One. And I always say that spot's good for about 40 to 60 a couple times a summer. And that held true again. Yeah, I mean, Shooting was... Little. But our flocks weren't huge either, so it's That's not true. like we missed
1: out on a ton of birds. Yeah, for what, what, what we've seen and what we shot into versus bird hands, I think it's a decent ratio. There was only a couple times where we were like, what? Why did nothing die? That was fun. That's good to knock the dust off as we get ready for the upcoming season, which is a month away pretty much. I mean, fifteen days away in North Dakota. Good lord. And that sounds fun and all, but do it sound fun? It's not. Hunting in ninety five degree weather.
2: It's not hot like that in the mornings, like it's still cold, like sixty degrees. I mean it's it's not intelligent to hunt when it is sunny and hot for geese, but the problem with North Dakota, though, too, is, like, you can just scout all day long. The, well, the sunrise to sunset is, like, it's like 22 hours of daylight. <laughs> so, if you want to spend, like, a $1,000 a day scouting, you certainly can. But you're not going to find it. They're not flying. So. No, you can find them on some ponds or some wolves. Yeah, don't know where they're going. No, and then where are you going to sleep? I mean, it's... I've always... Tried to stay away from North Dakota. I've had some fun hunts out there in August, but I've had a lot of not fun experiences out there too. And it's expensive. It's like, expensive. The license for that season is kind of retarded. Is it fifty bucks? I think. I think oh, no, it was like a hundred. I can't remember.
1: It's actually been a few years since I've done it. Like Thank God. But, yeah, we've toyed with the idea, but in the end, no thanks. I'll just wait.
2: I got an idea to go out to like the Missouri River area with one bag of silhouettes and a jet ski. <laughs> and go camping and, like, go. and like grill food and, and sit there and jet ski all day long and, you know, around dusk or whatever, see if I can find a field that's got eight geese in it. If I went out there and I shot one of them the next day and then spent the rest of the day jet skiing, that would be the best thing. But there's a huge problem about going out there in North to North Dakota, too, and that early in the year is once you're there, what are you going to fucking do yeah, when the days are so long? Drink. Yeah, it's... It, you got to be really careful about packing your own food because the sunset is so late. The wake-ups are so early. You can't just go to a gas station yeah, right. and get food and small, coffee. Nothing's fucking small open. Small town cafes, restaurants, yeah, they're all closed down early. Right. So you can get lunches places, basically, but that's a nightmare, man. It's And there, there are people who have those big-ass shoots out there, 100 birds plus. But that's, that is the exception, not the rule. But, you know, to win to win the lottery, you got to buy gotta, a lottery ticket. you got to play. Yeah,
1: you got to play. It's and just play not, a very, don't play. It's not a very fun game, though. And you have to get those things cleaned and on ice ASAP. Yes, you do. Anyways, we're going to talk about getting shit ready for yeah. hunting season. Which is, I mean, pigeon hunting is kind of doing that, right? Knock the dust off the old wing shooting yeah. muscles. Yeah, it's definitely good to know if your
2: gun needs to get kit cleaned, or if you need to continue practicing shooting, like you do, oh, <laughs> I started off rough, but then I came around, yeah, or, uh, take out the layout blinds, one thing I realized is I'm gonna wash my fucking layout blinds, like, actually take the hose to them and, and clean them well, and then you can mud them again, I don't mud <laughs> blinds, no, no, that's a horrible idea, uh, I get that shine off of it, Nick, I use stuff called
1: grass, but yeah, so I don't have that issue. I love grass hides. I mean, I really do. It's just so much better than trying to use corn stubble or wheat stubble or whatever stubble. It's That's so much easier. Even
2: without mudding my blinds, just the mud you've tracked into it over the years. And uh, riding around in trailers and the back of trucks. Like, fuck, they're filthy. I'm going to hose them fuckers down. Man, You, I love a nice clean layout blind. That is
1: high living. Now would be the time to take them out, set them up, evict any uh, mouse apartments you got going on in there. That way you're not sitting there choking on the smell of mouse piss the first time you climb in. Oh, man. I finally, a couple
2: years ago, I finally took the step to suspend them from the ceiling so no mice got in there. It seems to be working. I haven't had any mouse houses yet. Well, I would say that's... uh, Proof of concept right there. Uh, I was like, you know what, I tried the fucking dryer sheets, I tried everything, and they still will just, like, go away from wherever the shit is that you're trying to, like, keep them away with, and just build a fucking nest in the corner of it on the other side. Maybe you just need to make layout blind out of dryer sheet material. (laughs) 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 And then, uh... I just said, fuck it. I'm going to just suspend them from the ceiling. So I rigged up a pulley system for every layup. That's layout pretty sweet, though.
1: Actually, I, almost, I wouldn't mind doing that to, like, some of my decoy bags. Same thing. They'll get in those decoy bags and chew them up and shit and piss everywhere and make a nest in the corner of a decoy bag, I just too.
2: fucking hate that. There's almost no way to
1: prevent it that I've yeah. really found. Yeah, just suspend
2: that shit. But I, in the, I was almost thinking, like, them little cocksuckers are going to walk across the rafters, yep. crawl <laughs> down my mess. fucking ropes. Yeah, then they won't be able to get out. They'll just die in there. <laughs> so far that has not happened, but I, I'm like, there's got there's no way to keep mice out of that stuff, right? Well, suspending it from the ceiling seems to be doing alright so yeah. far. Yeah. There's no real reason for them to run up on the rafters.
1: No. Really. I mean, there's happen. plenty
2: of places to ha- make a yeah. nest that's not suspended from a ceiling. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, one thing in addition that I always try to do every year and I try to make a point to do it is uh, wash all my full bodies off give those a good sprinkling same thing with the layout blinds they'll just pick up dust from the back of the trailer driving down dirt roads and um, what will what'll end up happening with full bodies you know they get mud on the, the feathers and stuff is they almost start to get a soft airbrushed look to the edges of them and they can start to actually camouflage in when you get a nice just hit them with a little brush clean them off with a sprinkle of water They get that nice, sharply defined edge. You get a little bit of your visibility back on your decoys. I used to never wash my decoys. Like, ah, fuck that. That doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Fully flocked ones that you just spraying them down with, holding them down with water. No, I didn't do it to all of them. And I never really did that or never thought of doing that until I saw drone pictures of spreads. And when I was seeing like all the decoys in in a decoy spread that I can see really well from a drone are silhouettes. So like that's weird why would that be well they have nice sharp high contrast edges on it and the edges of the full bodies they rub in the trailer they pick up dust in the ridges and they honestly do just start to soften the edges start to soften into the background and the decoys become far less visible like to a noticeable degree so i'll hit them i'll hit the blacks on the tails with a rattle can of black camouflage uh if they really need a little extra brown, that brown camo, the earth brown, that works good enough for some Bigfoots, and just kind of bring them back to life a little bit, it makes a difference, and it, it doesn't take more than about one or two dirt roads really to fucking suck that life back out of them. And I mean, I'm not gonna go through well, and like, so wash you're saying, them so several what you're times. Saying
1: it's just a waste of time?
2: No, I'm saying it, it'll <laughs> definitely help. So that you, first hunt. Until you drive down a dirt road <laughs> right. and your, your trailer's super leaky and it acts like. You ever have a like trailer ever, that. Like, like every trailer? Acts like a vacuum cleaner yes. for dust and it just like sucks it yeah, in. Yeah, like, like every fuck. trailer ever.
1: I know. The other thing I need to do, and I assume there's others like me that are unlike you, we do other things like fish. That's the F word again. So. Right now, my shed Strike that holds all my ice fishing and hunting stuff is faced with the fishing stuff. So now I got to take that stuff out and then get my hunting stuff closer to the door. Put all my ice fishing shit in the back, so I'm not going to need that for you know at least a couple months after the season starts. I'm sorry, I blacked out there. I, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> so some people are still listening that that actually do both. I, I got, you know, the list just seems endless. I'm, I want to start
2: getting bundles of grass together now and putting them on field stands, like decoy field stands, so I have, like, mobile tufts of grass that I can bring with me. I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby and buy some fake stuff, too. If it's a, a lot of times you can get it for half off or see if they got anything there I can make for permanent stuff for the A-frames or for so, the layouts. I have an idea
1: for you. Okay. So you're already going to be at Hobby Lobby. Yeah. You know that green foam stuff that they use to stick in the fake flowers? Well, actually, they use it with, like, real flowers, too. It's, like, real soft, crumbly kind of. You stick it in there. Yeah. If you use that and then you, like, stuck your grass in there, it may, like, had some pre-made holes. Mm -hmm. Like, you could actually have grass that, like, stands up and looks more natural than far as laid over. And then your double straps. Well, that's you know what, what I, I mean? Yeah, that's what I do with the uh, field stands. Like, I got a bunch of extra field stands, oh, just, like
2: the round bases. Yeah, zip tie them to the round bases. Yeah, <laughs> tie them to the round bases. And, uh, yeah, you're right about that, too. Um, the one thing you do, though, that you have to watch out for, and the reason I use round bases or stakes, is they do get a little top-heavy, and the, just the slightest breeze or yeah, nudge will tip true. them over. So, I guess with that green foam... I'd just be curious of like, well, how, it is it, how, how would it be to not tip?
1: Well, I think it would be pretty easy. To take some old like uh, lead duck weights or something, and just glue them or slide them under. You know, stick them into the bottom of it or, or something. Just wrap them
2: around. Wrap it yeah, around that'd be it. a good idea. And you know, also like one thing about having that shit not be too top heavy is don't use a fucking shitload of it. Which I have a little issue with that. I like to use <laughs> a lot of grass, but you only yeah. need grass that's like literally like five, six, seven inches tall
1: and wispy and it that's a that's a good tool to use for hiding I love that like um, it's almost like tumbleweed stuff Mm -hmm. it's like stocky but it then branches out at the top and it like you find that a lot on field edges and that stuff like is where i usually end up thinking god i need some of that green foam because then the stock is definitely thick enough that you could just poke that right in there and now it's just standing up nice and straight you're not trying to force that thing and ripping your stubble straps and it's not laying weird it's like upright like it was when you picked it out of the ditch you know i'm gonna go pick up my bigfoot
2: trailer this year which I didn't even do that last year. I never picked, touched up, touched my Bigfoot trailer. My, I got a guy who lets me keep it in his barn. He's like eighty-nine years old or something. You know, last year with COVID, he was being real careful, and I didn't want to be like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" Just came here for my Bigfoots. Enjoy your death. <laughs> you know, I feel like an asshole if, if I did something. Because like, I always like to have a beer with him or something, a soda, and sit down and we ch- shoot the breeze about. He always his whole life up until a few years ago was taking cool trips every year like Germany and Hawaii. Sweet. Yeah, we'd always shoot the breeze. I didn't want to go murder him <laughs>
1: accidentally uh, driving out of is. there like
2: that's weird I didn't have a cough yesterday.
1: Now's now it's time to go through your trailer. You got lights that weren't working. Like for me, I know I got I need to replace both tires on my trailer that like <laughs> I didn't do it at all last year and every trip I'm like is this a trip where I where I get a blow? Is this the trip I get a blow Right. <laughs> they are Bad.
2: Dude, you know what I started doing last year um, for trailer lights? I bought like the, that $180 like remote. It works on a remote, basically. You plug something into where your trailer hitch plug mm-hmm. or inner is, and that's just a that's just a like a remote control to your battery powered lights. Transmitter. Yeah, to your battery, and then now I was like, so I, no man, wires. I got I got all these lights that are going out constantly. I'm pr- always replacing these fucking wires or having. Somebody like Brian helped me out because I suck at it so much. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm just going to use these spare lights, which are 100% legal. And um, no more replacing fucking lights for me. I'm going to get a set for every one of my trailers. No more replacing fucking lights. I'm just replacing batteries from now on.
1: Yeah,
2: well, it's not a bad idea. You think so? Is it a bad idea? No, I said it's not a bad idea. I know you said that, but I, I want to know what you really think because
1: you might think. No, I, why, why is our pan a dick? It's just, I guess it depends on how long those batteries last, I guess. You'd think they would last a while, because it's not like the lights are on constantly. Unless, I mean, if you're, you're driving, driving all night, night long, I suppose. But. I'll
2: replace, I'll, we stop at gas stations on the way, too, if we're hauling that trailer. So, we can get batteries. I do not want to do those lights ever again. And I feel like I don't have to anymore. Well, I, I mean, I guess,
1: if I, you already bought it, right? Yeah. Do you have them? Yeah, right, I do well, have them. Yeah, I got one well, set. Go. Yeah. Try it out about all you can do. Yeah. What else you gotta get ready? Uh well we already went through our shotguns. Uh, time to if you snow goose hunt, it's time to take your shotguns out and put find your plug and put your plug <laughs> back in. So you're not you're not using a pencil or a pen or a stick or a corn stock or a uh, cattail stock or last minute. Uh, go ahead and do it now. and <laughs> put that plug back in. I gotta make my wife like me a lot too. Like
2: now's yeah. the time to really put in the, that honeydew. Couple that couple honeydew list, date nights. Couple date, date nights, nights a week. Maybe bring her to climax once.
1: Um, <laughs> good luck there, Captain <laughs> Missionary. That's the way it's gonna happen. <laughs> and I won't allow it any other way. This is good. That's the God-fearing Christian way. Um Gotta be other things we need to do to get ready. Decoy anchors, man. Decoy anchors. Make sure
2: you're just are what the what are you gonna pull out like you know what we should use tomorrow? And then you're like,
1: fuck me. Just a rat's nest. I do have a bunch of random like duck decoys that, that need line. Get to like um, game fair too or some
2: shows and just let your brain rattle along. Go to a hardware store, buy some extra pins, buy some extra, you know, just shit you might need, zip ties. Go to Game Fair, buy a Nick J Signature Series Pacific Goose Gull. Oh, skull. he
1: slipped it in there.
2: Get yourself nice the goose Tech app.
1: That was that was pretty. That was pretty professional. It was well done, sir. Just um, like my missionary work. <laughs> 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 That's professional. You can pay for that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, get your decoys organized, fixed up.
2: Find out, get a, up. get a plan for how to tell your friends, no, you're not going to North Dakota in August. <laughs> That's a good thing to start thinking about now. Like, no, I actually had this going on. Get that game plan so they're not, like, trying to pressure you to go to North Dakota in August and waste your fucking money and your vacation when you could easily just use that to, for good
1: hunts. And Canada might be <clears throat> open if they don't close it again. That's and So, true. you know, the only without starting a big political debate... Fuck, the I only viable reason that I could see to get, uh, or I should say viable, but the only amount of peer pressure that would actually make me run out and get the vaccine if I wasn't already going to get it is that you're going to need it to get into Canada. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so. if you're like, hey, uh, you're
2: going to need that vaccine for fun. Okay. Yeah, all right. Let me, let me check how many people are microchipped and dead. Uh, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Shoot yeah. me up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gonna, you might need it for work. God, oh, screw that. I ain't getting it. <laughs> yeah,
2: looks like you I'm not going on I be able to
1: go hunting without it Sign me up Yeah <laughs> I uh, got vaccined a long fucking time
2: ago I was going to Panama and shit And I have not seen that vaccine card Since I went through American Customs I cannot find it I saved it as a PDF on my phone I don't know if they'll accept that though, and fucking at the border, I gotta find that motherfucker or get a
1: replacement. It's not like they have a universal system. They though. don't.
2: Like like small countries like fucking Estonia do. Like I'm gonna start making counterfeit ones for people that don't want to get it. That's so dumb. Your competition is priced zero dollars, <laughs> and you're gonna charge people money for something that they can get for free,
1: which is awesome. Yeah, but I will tell them that this absolves them from the responsibility, which it won't. I guess not. But that's the selling point. I make yeah. my money.
2: It's probably illegal. You're oh, probably admitting. It's illegal. There's no laws on it. Isn't there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> said there wasn't, and I believed it no, real listen. strongly.
1: My brother's a lawyer, and what I know is that if ignorance keeps you out of prison, it doesn't. It. it doesn't. I mean, selling cocaine's legal, right? <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't.
0: <laughs> Your know. honor, I didn't know.
1: I didn't know. <laughs> let me get my white privilege card (laughs) Uh, (laughs) anyways back to the subject before we get kicked off the airways for good Um, let's say we covered guns blinds decoys nick j signature series short (laughs) read goose call call and then getting the app to go with it so you can know how to blow the damn thing yeah
0: <laughs> uh, but
1: like I think that's it. All right, we'll talk to you next week. I'm trying to think of what else. There was something I wanted to. Well, scouting, dirt, dirt for Oh, don't start scouting too early. North North Dakota has the new electronic posting thing. Yeah, I posted something on my. Snapchat. So keep that in mind if you do go to North Dakota. And if you I have a feeling, not many farmers are going to use it. Dude, there's a lot there.
2: There's a lot of people who start scouting for early East in like August 10th. Like you know, they move right. Like. Make sure you're getting right. the brownie points with uh, honey back home instead of like spending every night till 11 o'clock at night when the sun goes down scouting for geese that won't be
1: there September 5th
2: or 4th or whenever the opener
1: is. Well, and it seems early, but probably only because the small grain crops were so early this You know what year, I was thinking about too? There was ge- I saw geese. I saw it too. In the fields, in harvested grain fields, and it really made me want, because yesterday morning, Just getting up and going driving felt very goosey. I liked it. Yeah that really got me in the mindset I was kind of jazzed up and then I see uh, geese in the fields like oh my god.
2: You were saying you were
1: a little worried about the
2: grain fields being overgrown which will happen. It is well not if it stays drought like. Right. That might be our saving grace. But also too uh, the the driest year I can think back to might have been like 2012 I'm thinking when I was in uh, Clinton, Minnesota, and we used to go out there every year to try to hunt migrators out in western Minnesota and like a little bit of local action. And uh, they were harvesting bean fields in early goose, and wow. I, I did a, I killed a band out of a bean field, out of off a migrator, single broke off, dumped in, banded, of course. But um, of course. god damn, that fucking year was fantastic, man. And they were like, there was beans coming down left and right by September fifteenth or September thirteenth. Wow. We were hunting bean fields in September for migs. Already, I
1: suppose they already dried up. Huh? Yeah, they had already
2: dried up. It was insane. I might and, uh, and then, like, the, the corn came off early and the birds showed up early because of that. We had a great season because of the drought. And uh, people talk about, oh, it's so dry. Well, yeah, a lot of the temporary wetlands are dry. There ain't no fucking lakes that have dried out right, right. that have got cracks on the bottom of them.
1: Okay. Like, you bring up a good point. Is that something that bugs me? Like you hear people talk about like North Dakota, it's like oh, there's no ducks there. It's so dry. Have you been to North? You know how many potholes they have out there? Just like I said, it's like there's the temporary yeah, wetlands. Yeah, it's drier gone. than normal. Yeah, the temporary ones gone. But it, oh, Devil's Lake dried up. And you thought I thought that would make the news. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think, <laughs> it's right? No. Kakowia dried up. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. What? There's no more water in the Missouri River. Bigger ones that like unnamed ones that are shared by multiple landowners that are 35 feet deep and are stocked with walleyes and everything. Those are dry now? Holy shit. Yeah, it's so dry out. No,
2: it's not. But what did happen was all the goslings and the ducklings that were born didn't get freezing fucking rained on. Okay. Um but that that always bothered me. I was like, it's not that dry. Adam Adam Johnson, he's got the the, uh, pits with the astro cover astro turf covered pit lids in his backyard up next to the lake right I And mean, people used to think that was cooler than fuck well two years ago those pits flooded and like they they turned into a peninsula then they turned into a sink box that was illegal <laughs> to hunt and, and then they just fucking flooded and those pits are underwater well i talked oh, to adam crazy. like five days ago i was like are your pits emerged yet he goes no not even close so wow. i mean like we hunted those pits there was dry land like 20 feet in front of those pits like seven years ago and they're still not under out from being underwater now like the water table was eight feet fucking high compared to its long-term average well and now we're five feet down well it's still three feet
1: high but we have no temporary wetlands some of that might have to do with like tiling i mean like those right they fill up faster than they probably normally would in the spring and summer so they're actually you know Maybe some of that water never would even have made it to that particular basin, but because it's getting a, you know, an expressway right to the this man-made stock tank, basically, now, Right. it's like water levels are higher than they normally would be, but either way, there's water out there. Yes, there's going to be water in Minnesota and Wisconsin for sure. That's not going to be an issue. In fact, I think we just drove past a lake. It was not a lake bed it's <laughs> not like that. no actual lake it was actual you can, lake with water boat on it. it's crazy yeah it's, it's not like water treatment facilities go dry right they're always pumping fresh i people, turned on you know? my faucet this morning water came so, out it's crazy isn't
2: it <laughs> weird but uh the other day i turned it on and mud came out cuz they're replacing the water lines on my street did it really yeah it was alarming did you make a like a video of it tiktok and freak out i sent and one, and one to blame fracking no i blame or i, did, I sent one to the wife it. Anyways, we should probably end this
1: in case this recording sucks and we haven't wasted That's our time a good point. this whole time. We'll try it. Yeah, this is the first time I'm trying this like area mic out on our drive. Uh we were gonna do it in the field but uh didn't grab batteries, so now we're using the USB power. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna try that. So in conclusion, game fair's coming up pretty quick. You can go out there and get uh all of Nick's cool new shit. And see Dale. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll probably be hanging out at the Premier Flight Booth, nice Dino, and uh the booth. So, Sounds out there. awesome. I'll see you guys there.
0: Bye. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night, floats a duck camp. Alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.